Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds because we love to talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Savage Podcast. Hi, everybody. Today, <laughs> um, today actually is going to be a little bit of a kind of um, not so fun, not so fun, not so happy kind of uh, uh, podcast because we're talking about something pretty intense, to be honest. Pretty serious, and but yeah. it's something that's happening right now in the news, so we just mm-hmm. kind of feel like we have to talk about it. Definitely. And uh, I'm just warning you right now that uh, if you don't like swearing uh, and if you don't want to see me enraged, then this is probably not uh, what you want to watch or listen to. So just exactly. warning you, okay? But yeah. we're very upset, so no, just definitely. get ready. It's something that I think, you know, I'm obviously going to go into more detail about it, but it's something that I've... It just it, the fundamental. I mean, obviously, what happened is horrible, but also yeah. what it represents. It just yeah. it it makes me so angry. And yeah. and it's interesting because we've seen actually quite a lot of it lately in the last like kind of. Well, I mean, it's yeah. been pre- prevalent, but like mm-hmm. a lot in the last few years. I think with everything that's been going on um, politically and globally and everything else, we've seen. I feel like there's been an increase in in racism. You know what I mean? I feel like. Maybe I'm going off on the on a wrong foot here, but like I f- I feel like I'm, I'll go into detail about why I think that, but it's just like, ah, yeah. Crazy. I don't. I mean, some people are saying that it's not an increase, like it's not necessarily an increase, but it's the fact that mm. we're seeing it more in the news, whereas True. before it wasn't. For example, because now we have cell phones, we yeah. are able to record stuff. So that's true. That's why we can see all this stuff, but we don't know what happened. You know, before when we mm. didn't have cell phones, imagine how much. People are still like, police are still doing this when they're, they are being recorded. That's what's crazy. They're that still doing insane. this. Yeah. They're doing yeah. this knowing that they're being recorded. So imagine mm-hmm. what they did when they weren't being recorded. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we're going to, this is yeah. the thing. Yeah. Sorry. We're, we're, we're getting off on the, like we haven't really uh, done an intro. So, I yeah. mean, you guys can see by the uh, title of the podcast, we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about uh, what's going on right now in Minneapolis in yeah. the U.S., where mm-hmm. a black man named George Floyd was basically killed. He was murdered, yeah. I guess I he should say. He was murdered. Yeah. By a police officer that decided to basically, like, kneel on his neck, like, stand on his neck. Yeah. For, like, what, nine minutes? It was nine, yeah. So it was, apparently it was nine minutes in total, um, which is already insane. Um, and they said for, like... Um, for the first like four or five minutes, he was kind of conscious. He, obviously, his his um, state rapidly decreased towards the end of the five four or five minutes, and yeah. then he actually passed out. And you see this in the video. And this is what's so disturbing oh. is he actually passes out, and yet the police officer continues to remain with his knee on his neck while the guy is passed out for an additional three to four minutes yeah. before the the paramedics come. And then you actually and this part is like oh. what really really gets me is yeah. the police officer finally gets off. And you can see them lifting him onto the um, the stretcher, and you can see when somebody's body is like so uh, like lifeless. There's no there's no, and literally his head just flops like this. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Like and it, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Like yeah, it's it's so bad. And and mm-hmm. the 
I avoided watching the the video, the footage. Yeah. Be, uh, even though I've I've heard about this, I was watching the news coverage about this. But anytime mm. that part would come up, I would skip the part because I couldn't watch it. It was just so disturbing yeah. to watch. Um, and then I it's watched so it. So sad, honestly. Yeah. Like I watched it, and I'm just like, I cannot even. There is literally no. I'm so mad. How can this happen? And the guy didn't. He's still walking free. Like, how's that? Yeah. This is what's crazy. And it's just like, the thing is, I like, and just from watching the video, like I'm, you know, it's, it's like just to see somebody, like I've never seen anything like that before yeah. in my life. And, and the fact that he was like, like begging this man and I don't care <sighs> what the charges were or whatever it was. There's no need even, for that. There was not even a charge. Wasn't he just exactly. alleged? It was like, a, they were just it investigating a, something. Yeah. It was like an alleged, um, that he had a counterfeit, he used counterfeit like money check. or something. Exactly. Like something quite small. Not exactly. Even, and he was being cooperative. He exactly. wasn't, and, Oh, I'm so mad. Okay. Sorry. This is the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm the, going all they, like crazy here. Okay. You, you I talk. know me too. I'm like getting emotional cause it's like yeah. so sad. And it's like, he was already in handcuffs in custody. They had like four police officers on the scene. So really he didn't represent a threat or anything to the police officers that were trying to take him into custody. Um, and then while the, while the guy was on his neck, they were like continually, um, like he was continually, and you could see like, as it was going on, like yeah. he was getting more and more desperate. He's like, I can't breathe. Like, oh God. I, I, I'm really struggling here. Like, please, please. Like I need some water or something. Like I can't, I can't breathe here. Um, and then towards the very end when like, he's realizing that the police yeah. officer is not going to do anything. It's, he like starts calling for his mom yeah. and it's just like so hard to watch. And I'm just like, like, I just, and then, yeah. and then he just stops. That's the worst part though, Rose, is that he like just yeah. stops. And then he, his whole face just goes like, Oh God, I can't. How is this, how is this possible? It's crazy. What I don't understand is that police officer as well. Like what was going through his mind to think that it was okay. Exactly. To be. I think it's because the, he's been, how do I say? They've been reinforced that this type of behavior is okay because of how many times they get away with this kind of behavior. Mm. And they're probably trained to use force. They're trained to use this type of, you know, crazy, you know, me against them kind of force, even though, you know, they are technically supposed to be protecting the citizens. But instead, they're trained to basically stand on somebody's neck when he's not doing anything. He's handcuffed for fucking Christ's sake. He's handcuffed. What can someone do when they're handcuffed and there are four other police officers st- there? And what the fuck? And the fact that the crazy thing is, it's not even just that one police officer and that one man. There were three other or f- was it was it there three was, other? There pol- was four in total. So one on his neck and then yeah. three other ones. Three around. other police officers literally standing around and thinking that mm. that is completely legitimate and OK. This is. Exactly. That's what's, that's what's also sickening is the fact that you're right. It's almost as if it's like normalized. And yeah. like, I get that, like police have to go through a lot of training and everything else. And they do have to sometimes use force in certain situations, but when it is called for and they have to make that kind of judgment call, but when it's like such a gross, like there is no, you know, sometimes you see these incidents of police and you're like, Oh, there's a little bit of gray area because you know, X, Y, Z, this was a situation in this particular situation. It's so black and white that like it, it, that this was so unnecessary. Like, it's just crazy. Like yeah. th- at no point did, did he, did he, did he ever have to do that? Like there was just, it, it would be yeah. like if, 
I don't know. And, and there was like a whole thing about how um, the police actually, and this is another reason why people were so pissed off, is the police that were on the scene, those four police officers, they have to submit like a police report for every incident that happens, right? Mm-hmm. So they submitted a police report for what happened with uh, this guy. And they said that um, it was like, um, he resisted arrest and they said something about, you know, he was having a pre-existing medical condition or something and that's why they had to get the ambulance there or whatever else. Are and you fucking they, kidding me? Yeah. And nowhere did they say, obviously, that they had to like, resi- like hold it, that they held him down. And like, even... Even, even if you have to hold him down, which you didn't, even if you exactly. had to hold him down, why do you have to put your... Why do you have to hold him down on his neck exactly. when he's saying he can't breathe? I just... This is literal. like, we just saw somebody murdering somebody and he is not being charged. And that's what's fucked up. I know, that's crazy. Up. I'm, sh- I would be shocked. Like, they, they I, I don't see how they can't press charges because it is murder. Like, you literally killed somebody. It's not like, you know, like a police officer, like, for example, they go to like a drug bust and the drug dealers are using guns and everyone's yeah. shooting and stuff and someone, there are some casualties. Okay, that is a very, very different situation than somebody that's like helpless in handcuffs where you're kneeling on their neck. Like, it's... Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's actually it's crazy. crazy. Like this guy needs to be fully charged with murder. Same with the other police officers. They yeah. need to be charged with something. Like this, this is insane. Why do they this think it's okay? Insane. Yeah. Because they're trained this way. And that's why they need to reform the whole way that they are doing this kind of thing mm. in the U.S., especially in the U.S. I'm sure there's other places as well. But in the U.S., this is a severe problem. I can't even talk. Yeah. This is such I a know. severe problem. And yeah. it's happening like so often. Mm. And, you know, more often in black communities, especially. Yeah. And it's just, oh, yeah, I just can't. If I were Mm. in the States and if I were black, I would be fucking terrified for my life. And now there's protests in Mm. Minneapolis because I think the guy's still not, he's still walking free. He got fired. What the Uh, fuck? He got fired. That's it. Really? The four four of them got fired. Yeah. But I'm like, come on. Like, why are they they not in prison? Why are they not in prison? Why are they not being held? accountable for this and that's why people are pissed the thing is yeah. like there's other cases where you're right there's other cases where there might be a gray area there just might yeah. be and they always you know the media or whoever wants to protect these you know the police force or whatever they they always try to spin it in a way that oh it was self-defense oh they were resisting arrest oh they were doing this yeah. oh i thought he had a gun oh i thought he had a weapon whatever the fuck it mm-hmm. is this and then somehow they get away with it. I'm already, I already have a problem with these situations because the thing is, I yeah. feel like police should be trained not to react so easily yeah. to, you know, a situation just because there might be a, a tiny, tiny, tiny chance that the other person mm-hmm. might have something on them or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. They should be trained to not react like that. Why are you mm-hmm. even the police if you're going to be so reactive? Anyway, anyway, other situations, there might be there might be some sort of a gray area where you could somehow argue that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the police thought they were li- their life was in danger. Uh, yeah. This circumstance... Or the, or, the, or the life of others or something exactly. like this. You know what I mean? Like a hostage yeah. situation or whatever it may be, right? Exactly. So, but I think the reason why people um, are so mad about this is that literally mm-hmm. no one can watch that video and say anything otherwise because there's no... There's literally no doubt whatsoever. Yeah. Like, you must be blind. Exactly. <laughs> like, Although, although you would be shocked because I've read some of the comments in YouTube, like from those oh videos, God, what, what were the and there comments? was somebody that, there was somebody that wrote, there wasn't that many. Most people you're right. Mm-hmm. were like, cause it's again, like 
as a in, as a bystander of like watching this video and seeing what's taking place, it's so black and white. Like there is no yeah. gray area in this situation. There's no there's just no need for that. There was it was unnecessary, and someone died because of it. Yeah. Um, and also in the sense that there's no gray area in the sense that those police need to be need to be prosecuted, um, and charged. Mm-hmm. But um, somebody was somebody wrote in the comments. They were like. Um, they were like, oh, um, George was like a known uh, drug user or something. He was obviously really high on drugs. And then he said, if somebody can talk, they're obviously not gasping for breath because you need to ha- be able to breathe to be That's able to speak or something. That's the biggest load of crap I've ever fucking heard in my life. I know. And then he was like, uh, I can't remember what else he said, but like a lot of people commented and were like, you're, fr- yeah. you're freaking crazy. But there are still some people that are like justifying it. And I'm just yeah, like... Which is th- insanity. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean... I don't care if he was a drug user. I don't even care if he was a murderer. He he, mm-hmm. he needs to go into jail maybe if he's a murderer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. is a process for this kind of stuff. You don't just yeah. stand on somebody's neck. You're a police mm-hmm. officer. You're not trained. Like I don't give a shit what well, he did. Honestly, exactly. he could have been well, a murderer and he didn't do anything. That's the crazy thing. I know that's the crazy thing. And you're right. The thing is, the thing is, the reason that we have police is to enforce, (gasps) not enforce, sorry. They're part of the justice system, right? But they're only part of it. Everyone in the States, Canada, or like most of these kind of countries were entitled to a fair trial, right? So regardless of whatever the crime is, whatever severity, we are still entitled to, you know, be be um, prosecuted and, you know, entitled to a, a, a trial, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically this man, whatever his crime was, which we still kind of like don't know, it sounds very minuscule, you know, something very minor, um, didn't get that. And it was interesting because um, one comment was about how, you know, um, this is considered, uh, what is it, ex, ex-judicial something. It's like okay. where the police are taking the taking justice into their own hands. And it's basically not even justice though. He I know, just wanted to kill somebody. He was just on a power trip. Exactly. Oh I'm so mad. Deep I breaths, just, Rose. Deep breaths. I just can't imagine being his family. Like yeah. I'm mad. I don't even know this person. You know what I mean? Mm. And everyone is so angry. Imagine being his family. Exactly. And living and th- this. Yeah. And the guy that was doing it, like literally there was like no expression in his face. It was like, it was like a normal, a normal thing. I swear to fucking God. Yeah. And then the worst part too, well, not the worst part. There's so many bad parts to this thing, but there was a lot of people, obviously bystanders and stuff that were filming it. And they were in like an, like a a difficult position because they were like to the officers, like get off his neck. Like, what are you doing? Like he's, you have him in custody. And then the other officer that was not, um, on top of George was like, um, he was like, back up, back up. There's a police matter, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And it's difficult because like, for example, like if we were in that situation, like what would we do? Do you know what I mean? Like if we were walking by and we saw a police officer using brute force, I mean, obviously we would stop and probably say, you know, stop doing this. Yeah. But then there's, there comes into that kind of, um, that difficult situation where this is a person of authority, right? Technically. Mm-hmm. And we, can't really overstep that bound. Like those people literally are, are traumatized. They saw the police kill somebody in front of them. Exactly. And I saw this guy, you make a good point because I saw this guy that made a video and he was like, at what point are we allowed to step in and do something? Yeah. When we yeah. see something, when, cause if he wasn't in police uniform, someone would step in, right? Someone oh, would actually 100%. go in. But it's the fact that he is in police uniform and they know that if they step in, I mean, this guy's standing on somebody's neck. So if, if we were there and we try to like actually step in, we would probably get shot. 
Um, exactly. Legitimate, legitimate concern. So of course they didn't step in. I don't blame mm-hmm. any of those people for not stepping in because they would have been killed probably. Exactly. Because, and, and, and again, it's just that whole, like, um, I don't know if it's a dichotomy or whatever it is, but like that whole situation of there's this person that's <sighs> in a, in, in a supposed position of power. Yeah. You see them, you see them blatantly abusing that power in front of you. Yeah. You try to do something as best you can, but you're right. Like, and again, it's interesting that you made that comment as well. Like if it was somebody that wasn't in a police uniform and was a regular everyday person that happened to be doing that to somebody, people would have stepped in. People would have mm-hmm. got involved or ironically, not ironically, but they would have, would have called the police. Like people would be doing something yep. to, to do that. And the thing is that sucks as well in this situation is the police are supposed to be that like, um, that symbol of protection for people, right? Those are the people that we should yeah. feel comfortable calling when we're in these kind of, if we're in a situation where somebody is attacking us or whatever else, we should feel comfortable to call the police to help us. Yeah. You know, and if you see police doing that, like, it's not even like they could call the police. The police are yeah. there. Like, it's, exactly. it's so... Exactly. Like, black people literally say what, um, you know, we're supposed to call the police when, you know, we're in, you know we're being threatened. What do we do mm-hmm. if the police is, are threatening us? It's threatening like, us. Yeah. Like, you know, legitimate concern. Who is supposed mm-hmm. to protect them? Who is supposed to protect them from the police? It's crazy. Exactly. This is fucking crazy. And it's been happening for so many years. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is like such a, it's such an example. If, if nothing is done about this, like if this guy gets off, it's literally, mm-hmm. there is no other proof than this, that some, that the system is fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like we said, you know, maybe there are cases where, you know, I've seen footage like this um, many times where there might be a gray area. Again, there might be a tiny, tiny gray area where, you know, police Mm -hmm. felt threatened. Oh, my God. They always supposedly feel threatened, even though they're the ones with the guns. But there might be a gray area. But in this situation, if they don't do anything about this, we know 100 percent without a shadow of a doubt that the system is fucked. Do you know what I'm saying? No, 100 percent. Because it just shows again that it's like, you know, yet the, the police are in this almost like in this untouchable level of power where they mm-hmm. can just do whatever the hell they want. And that yep. is not the purpose of the police, right? Yep. The police's purpose is to serve and protect, right? That's the whole like slogan of police everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be the people that we're comfortable calling. Uh, again, like if something's happening or a situation and you're mm-hmm. right, like when you see police doing that, who the hell do you call? You exactly. know, like, like they're the person, they're, they're the people that you're supposed to be like, calling and and i just like it's so crazy it's, it's so it's crazy shocking. i just can't i mean i don't know they they need like and now the protests are like pretty crazy there's like stuff on fire i don't know if you've seen yeah it's pretty insane but yeah. it's like they haven't arrested like i don't think i mean as far as i know they haven't arrested this police officer that's why they're yeah. And I've seen like coverage of this, uh, of the protests, people. And of course, I, I don't like violence or whatever. But at this point, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, maybe it's needed. I don't fucking know, man. Because yeah. it's like, nothing's been done. It's so like, it's just, again, you're right. It just emphasizes how how many problems there are with mm-hmm. that system if, if there's no reinforcement. And you're right. This is like, the, the, the crazy thing is, and I think why people are continually getting outraged with this, is mm-hmm. this isn't the first time this has happened. This is oh like a it's continual, even, it's like yeah. a habitual problem. And not just in, uh, where was this, Minnesota or whatever. Um, all over the states. All over the states. Um, like there was an issue that happened in New York. There was another one that was like in, I don't know, Tennessee or something. It's like consistently happening. Um, it happens across all the, U- the time. 
Yeah, across the U.S. And, like, I just don't understand why the government's not taking it more seriously or, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, they need to really, like, start Because they don't want to admit... They don't want to admit that um, they have a police state. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously. You know what's funny? I feel like... Uh, you know how a lot of people complain about the stay-at-home orders and they say, oh, this is taking away my freedom. Oh, this is, t- you know, oh, you're making me wear a mask. This is a police state. You're making me stay at home. That's not yeah. the example of a police state. P- you being told mm. that maybe it's a good idea to stay at home because, you know, there's a worldwide pandemic. That's not the yeah. example of a police state. The example of a police state is this. This yeah. is the example of a fucking police state. Exactly. When the police go do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And, and, not, you and know. get away with it. Yeah. Get away with it. How is he not in a prison cell? Like, sure, he should, you know, he should have his day in court, just like everybody else. But if it was anyone else, if I stood on a man's neck and killed him, do you think Mm -hmm. I would be just sitting in my home? Fuck no. No. And they wouldn't (laughs) just, like, fire you either. They wouldn't say, okay, okay, Rose, you stood on a man's neck. You're fired now from your job. Um, See you later. It's fucking crazy. It's just, it's mad. You're right. Any other job, like... Let's say yeah. you work at like a, I don't know, a grocery store or a Starbucks mm-hmm. and, you know, something happens and you stand on somebody's neck for, and the thing is, it's like he stood, he kneeled a knee on this guy's neck and one, it's like the, the, the use of the brute force, but also it was for how long as well, which was crazy. Like it was like exactly. nine, nine or 10 minutes. Like, and for nine half of that minutes. time, yeah, for half of that time the guy was unconscious. So like, and he continued, the guy passed out and he continued to keep that pressure on his neck for the, another three or four minutes. Like that's, what's fucking, Oh, it's just, it's disgusting. It's (sighs) disgusting. It's actually just, and the, Oh God, the, how can you stand there? And, and there's people yelling at the police officers being like, yo, he can't breathe. So you know that he can't breathe. Why would you just, Move your fucking knee and put it on his back. I don't give a shit. Why are you, you know, he was putting pressure on it too. It wasn't just, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, why do you have to put pressure pressure on his neck other than to kill him? Like, it makes no sense. When are they, and also, when are police ever like taught to like kneel on someone's neck to get them down on the ground? They're not. This is not procedure, which is why he should be arrested immediately. It's not, he wasn't following any like protocol procedure. Mm -hmm. And I'm just also also shocked though, like you said about the yeah. like the uh, the other three the police officers that were on the scene, like why did none of them step in? Like I just don't understand why they would have said, okay, that's enough, man. Like you've got we've got him down. Exactly. Like we need to we need to put him into the car now or whatever. Or you know, like why did nobody step in? I think it's because like from what I've heard, but I could be like wrong about this, but I think in some states and parts of the U.S. and probably like a lot of them, it's like the police are almost you're almost like in a cult. Like when you, when you become a police officer, because they always talk about like not ratting out other police officer. Yeah. This brotherhood, this like, you know, what goes on in the police. It's like just, they, they have this like kind of, yeah, brotherhood of, of individuals where, you know, and also that's where it can be kind of bad or very bad in a sense that like they get away with this kind of stuff or, you know, they falsify police reports, um, and this kind of, you know, these kind of things. And they never want to do like, they're always hesitant to do an investigation of actual police police yeah. or into the police stations because of it's so one is 
it, it well not one but like it's so hard to do even do an investigation of a police um, station or police force because of this men- brotherhood mentality so even if you have one bad apple or a few bad apples it's like they all kind of protect each other so like you yeah. can never really get to the bottom of it within the police station but obviously with this example um, it's clear it's it's been videotaped it's like you know there's no there's no kind of like going around it and you're right like the police are also there to set an example. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like they're also like supposed to set an example for other people. And like, I don't think, um, you're right. Like if it had been anybody else in any other circumstance within their workplace or whatever else, like they would have been arrested. They would be behind bars right now, waiting, awaiting trial. Like, Mm -hmm. why is it that this man is still allowed to walk around? Like it makes no sense. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, you know, what's, it's interesting because a few weeks ago I was watching, have you seen the show Trial by Media on Netflix? Um, no, I haven't seen it yet. So it's about like basically big cases that were like a big news story on the media. Um, and one of them was about uh, a guy named Amadou Diallo, I think was his name. And mm. so this was a black man that, this was so sad as well. Um, so this was in 1999, I believe. And he mm-hmm. was living in New York and he was unarmed, of course. They always are fucking unarmed. Um, yep. And he got shot in front of his own apartment by police. 41 mm. times this man was shot. And the police were acquitted. The, mm. I think there were four police officers there as well, maybe three or four. They were all acquitted yeah. because they said, oh, maybe he had a weapon. He didn't have a weapon. Yeah. And it's like, why? Okay, first of all, there was no warrant out for his arrest. First of all, mm. he wasn't supposed to be arrested. He didn't do anything wrong. He was standing yeah. in front of his own apartment. And the police, why do you have to shoot someone 41 times, first of all? Exactly. And, Plus, you oh, would th- God. There's so many things wrong with that. I mean, also, you would think that as part of the police training, um, they would know, for example, that, you know, you could shoot, they would know areas to shoot people to maybe get them on the ground really quickly, but not kill them. Like, you You know, maybe get them in the leg. Yeah. And that would be enough to, you know, then Mm -hmm. arrest them and whatever else. Yeah. So you would think that they would have these steps or protocols or processes. I mean, 41 times, that's excessive because anytime I've watched like, um, you know, those like cold case files or whatever else, like anytime they have like somebody that like stabbed somebody for example and they stab them multiple multiple times it's like that becomes it becomes a point where it's no longer an accident it's uh right. you know this is a crime a crime of passion or a crime of of hate for example like with with regards to the police and stuff there's that element of you know maybe like there's blatant racism or hatred towards mm-hmm. certain individuals or you know cl- um you know, races of people and these are hate crimes. Do you know what I mean? Like these aren't, these aren't proper uses of, you know, what, what they've been trained in the Academy. And I guess I can't really speak so much about it because I've never been trained in the police Academy, but my logical understanding. And if I think about what would be, would be taught in the police Academy is again, appropriate use of force. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, certain actions where, you know, if you do have to shoot somebody, you know, where is the location to shoot them, where it wouldn't kill them, where it maybe gets them on the ground or like I said, whatever, like something like this, you, these would be like fundamentals of police training. And also, um, and you kind of mentioned this before, police are also supposed to be, I would think, trained to not act so much on adrenaline, right? So like, for example, if you and me were attacked by somebody, we might make a stupid move because we are on adrenaline and we don't know how to control that. Whereas a police officer wouldn't 
or shouldn't be as much on an adrenaline rush because they encounter this a lot and they would know how to respond accordingly. And again, it's that, it's that responding accordingly and using, uh, what's it called? Like force, appropriate force, not yes. unnecessary force. Like those are like key yeah. things here, um, that just aren't being done. And, and I mean, fundamentally it's, it's racism. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's blatant racism. Like yeah. there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And you're right. Like if I was in America and I was black, I would be scared because mm-hmm. like, you know, this guy for like faulty, a, a faulty check or something was literally killed. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like if he was, if he was white, if he was rich, I mean, how many mm-hmm. people commit fraud in the United States? You know? Exactly. But if you're white and you're rich, you'll probably get away with it. Or but this is the thing. You, you'll be treated with at least some level of dignity, probably. Yeah. You'll have a proper trial. You'll, exactly. you'll go through the steps, blah, blah, blah. Because think of all the people that have like, you know, done fraudulent, like huge yeah. white collar crimes in the US. Exactly. And you know, they never, they never have, they never experienced this kind of like brutality and stuff. Oh, it's more God. like. It's so oh, disgusting. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's just so bad. And yeah. like, uh, I just, I just don't. Yeah. To this day, I mean, and maybe this, obviously this is like, I'm a product of like where I grew up and like everything mm-hmm. else, but like, I'm just never, ever, ever going to understand racism at all. Yeah. Like it's just, it literally, it makes no sense to me. I don't even know how we're in the 21st century now and we're still yeah. having race. Like it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, um, some, one of my friends actually posted the other day, a little bit off topic, but again about racism, but even in Calgary, somebody had spray painted on this wall, um, Chinese virus because of the coronavirus that's going oh on. They wrote Chinese virus, something, something. I, I didn't read all of it, but it was like, it was freaking yeah. rude. And it's right. like, Oh my God, people like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like there's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm speechless. It's I'm so, speechless. Like, it's so bad. And so anyway, I watched the trial by media. You should watch that, by the way. Yeah, I, will I watched definitely that. Check it out. And then, um, and then coincidentally, I was also listening to an audiobook uh, called Talking to Strangers by Malcolm mm. Gladwell, I think is his name. And mm. I have, I just listened to the first little bit. And one of the first things he talks about is this situation with a woman named Sandra Bland. And yeah. she was an African-American woman, of course. Mm. Uh, and again, this still happens. Police brutality happens to every race, but it mm. does happen disproportionately heavier to black people. I'm sure there's many reasons 100%. for it, but it definitely happens more to black people. But anyways, um, what I was saying was, so this book was talking about this woman named Sandra Bland in 2005 mm. or seven. I can't remember. She was pulled over by a cop on uh, on a highway or something, or she was mm. on a road. And the reason why she was pulled over was because she failed to signal as she was turning to the next lane. She was changing yeah. lanes. She failed to signal. So she got pulled over. Okay. And then she was annoyed because uh, they have like dash, dash cam footage of what happened in this interaction. And so she got pulled over and then the police officer goes up and he's like, oh, you seem, you seem irritated. And she's mm. like, well, yeah, I am because you tailgated me. And then I changed lanes to let you go ahead of me. And then you pulled me over. So yeah, I'm irritated. I mean, anyone would be irritated in that situation and you're allowed to be irritated, but apparently not a police officer because he got Mm. angry. Uh, I think he asked her, yeah, he asked her to put away her cigarette because I guess she was smoking in her car and she was like, I'm allowed to be smoking in my car. And then, and then he was like, get out of your vehicle. He Mm -hmm. got really upset. He got very angry, pulled her out of the vehicle, took out a taser 
um, threatened to tase her. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, my God. Ended up arresting her, put her in jail for, I think, three days or something. $5,000 bond or bail. What is it called? Bail? Yeah. yeah $5,000 bail. Um, and so she was in jail for like three days. And then it's crazy. The day that she was supposed to get out, I think it was the day that she was supposed to get out of jail. Uh, she was found hanged in her cell. And she said, uh, they say it was suicide. And I don't want to speculate. I don't, you know, obviously yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know the details, but a lot of people have, uh, Doubts. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is, I mean, let's be honest. It's a little bit weird that it's not like she was in jail for like 20 years. She got like a 20 exactly. year sentence. Three days. No, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right? And, 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 and again, I can see why there would be that distrust and that kind of speculation because yep. even in this example that we just talked about, like the police report was falsified. And so, you know, and that was the, the exactly. legal police report that they submitted. So exactly. if they can falsify that, it's like, yep. what else are they doing? Do you know what I mean? Yep. Especially, especially again, you have that whole like band of brothers that are the police <sighs> and they seem to just think that they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sure there's, I don't want to like tarnish all police officers because I'm sure there's some really great police officers out there of as course. well, but there is a lot. But they of, better be of, fucking speaking out right now because exactly. I swear to fucking God. But this is, this is, this is, this is part of the issue. I mean, you have one part of the issue where you have this, this one police officer or police officers in general using brute, brutal force that's unnecessary. Um, but then you also have on the other side is the police officers that are there that aren't doing anything that aren't saying anything, they aren't commenting or even, even, even if maybe, um, I mean, in that situation, in an extreme situation like that, you'd want them to step forward in that situation. But let's say it was like something not as extreme as what happened to George, but like something still really bad. Then those police officers should be going forward to their supervisors or talking to them or do you know what I mean? Like not, and I don't know, maybe some of them are, but I just feel like it seems like a lot of weird stuff goes on in the police in, in the U S that, isn't can't be explained it's like very mysterious like yeah you know like someone hanging themselves in the cell after three days or you know falsified police reports or you know things disappearing or another thing that that, that they comment on and this kind of ties in with like you know again some of the like stuff i've seen on netflix and documentaries and everything else but a lot of the time too is when often when they're doing like a murder investigation like the 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 police force or the detectives are under a lot of pressure by the media to get this the case solved right. so often they will kind of they have a target in mind you know what i mean they, yeah. they they come up they have a suspect that you know seems like a good fit and then they kind of like almost like turn the investigation yeah. towards that one person right mm-hmm. so it almost becomes a a uh, a closed case just because they kind of like, and you look at that, like the Stephen Avery trial and you know, all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff where it looks like a lot of stuff, again, very, very suspicious stuff went on with the police. Um, that can't be explained. And it's like, what is happening? Like, why How can you trust these people? How can you trust yeah. this department? How can you trust how I don't understand yeah. how anyone could trust when mm-hmm. these things happen so frequently. Exactly. And it's, it's so, just so messed up. I don't. Mm, and I know, I know there's like a lot of countries where people don't trust the police. Well, I mean, they don't, not that they don't, tr- I mean, in the States, I'm sure people, a lot of people don't trust the police and stuff, but like there's countries that are like renowned to have police that you can like buy off and a lot of corruption within the police yeah. force. Cause again, you're giving people technically like pretty high power. You know what I mean? Exactly. Police have, they have this power. And I think that maybe like, I'm sure that they have to do some sort of like, um, what's it called? Like psychological tests and stuff. But like, 
I don't know how extensive it is because maybe you're putting people in power that really shouldn't mm-hmm. have access to this kind of power because it messes with them and they, they, they do crazy stuff like, like arresting that woman because she, you know, was t- telling the police officer that the reason she did what she did was because he was tailgating her, you know, like, yep. but how dare again. she talk back to a police officer? Mm-hmm. How dare she, you know, how dare she, cr- of course she should get arrested, right? Fucking no, ridiculous. I know this is crazy, especially if they're it's on like, a power trip. They are on a power trip is what it is. Mm-hmm. These people, they just exactly. want to feel powerful. Mm-hmm. And again, though, I, I mean, I just think I, I, I like to, I like to th- hope and maybe I'm just being naive, but I like to hope again that it's, I mean, it's not all police officers, right? Like of it's, course, I'm not saying it's all police officers, but it's the fact yeah. that this happens and there's police, the fact that this, this case right here, specifically this mm. case, of course, I'm yeah. not saying this is going to happen in every single county, every single of you course, know, place, yeah. but the fact that this man was standing on top of this guy's neck and there's three or four other police officers standing there and not doing anything is to me yeah. proof that this, that it's not just one bad apple. No, know? no, for sure. It's fucked. I mean, the, f- the fact that the other three officers, they didn't even bat an eyelid. It, it is, it is like the behavior was normalized. Cause like, it's a you systemic know, problem. Exactly. If anyone, if, if anyone else normal, like normally was in that situation, we would be like, Oh my God, what the fuck? But because it's been normalized maybe through training or whatever, something that goes on in the police force that they just, they didn't even, none of them seemed to panic at all. The other police officers. And the one guy was like, I know the other guy's like, Oh no, it's fine. He's fine. It's like, well, clearly he's not fine. Like he's barely breathing and he's bleeding from his nose. Like, I mean, Seriously, though, if you watch that footage and you don't get angry, like to the point where we are right now, yeah, it's you. I can't, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. And it's just like, it's like, it's a, it's such a mixture of emotions. Like yeah. when I, when I saw that, mm-hmm. because I, obviously I was like enraged, but then I was also like, I just felt so sad, like, sad for that man yeah. because I just imagine what I would feel like if I was in that circumstance with my hands tied behind my back and someone like, yeah putting pressure on my neck and all I can do is like beg them to stop and that they don't, they don't stop. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's so sad. Yeah. I'm just like, like, I can't even. And again, these are supposed to be people that are supposedly mm -hmm. supposed to protect you. Exactly. These are people that you're supposed to trust. Mm -hmm. This is like the, the, the the problem, the issue is, well, I mean, there's so many issues with this anyway, but I think also you have this horrible thing that happened, but then also there's that, that, that element of like shattering of trust of, of people that mm-hmm. you're supposed to rely on, you know, and when mm-hmm. you're in these kind of circumstances. So, oh my God. Oh God. And yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the uh, kind of weird thing is the sad thing is that, so after I watched the trial by media thing, I heard about the mm. Sandra Bland case. I I was looking at a bunch of stuff about the Sandra Bland case and what happened yeah. there. And that, you know how when you watch videos on YouTube, it starts recommending like similar type of videos. So, yeah. so then I started watching, you know, different news stories about, you know, again, different cases of black people in America being killed by police or being brutalized by police for absolutely no reason at all. Yeah. And then it set me off. Oh, and so anyway, I was watching all these random videos about, you know, things that happened, you know, a few years ago, like a black Mm. man randomly getting, you know, beat up by police for no fucking reason and all these things. And then this is when the George Floyd situation happened. And the sad thing is I literally just thought, oh, it was just another, this is just another one of those cases. So, and I didn't realize that it was a recent case until, you know, 
maybe a couple days, uh, one or two days ago. And I was like, oh shit, this actually happened, mm-hmm. you know, like now. And exactly. And so it happens often enough that I almost thought, oh, it's just another one of these situations. Yeah. But then this is like, I think this is like the worst I've seen because like I said, there's no, there is no doubt that this man was just killed. Mm-hmm. Like he was just murdered for no reason. Exactly. And I think that the scary thing is too, is like, um, the thing that really like gets me is mm-hmm. again, this is, we're only hearing about the ones, these like cases where there was like, you know, obviously, Video. um, yeah, there's videos. So, mm-hmm. or, or, or maybe eyewitnesses and stuff like that. And even with the eyewitnesses, maybe we don't even hear about those, but mm-hmm. if there's video evidence, then those are the ones we're hearing about. So it makes me wonder and question how many more are happening in the States. And also in addition to that, like a lot of it, because of these falsified police reports and stuff that the police officers are doing, there could be so many more cases yep. where this stuff happened, where they just falsified a police report and somebody died because of, again, of police brutality. And it, oh, and God based on nothing more than somebody's freaking like skin color. Like that's, what's like the, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe social situation. You know what I mean? Like yep. the, you know, whatever they're, they're uh, exactly. Whatever their economic this situation in a rich neighborhood. If you went, if a police had some kind of suspicion in a rich neighborhood, do you think there would be any force like this? Fuck. I don't think so. No, there would not be mm-hmm. at all. So, it, Oh God. Oh God. I just, Yeah. It's crazy. It's just like, again, it's just like the whole idea of racism and mm-hmm. what is happening with these police, mm-hmm. police officers in the States and probably in other countries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just blows my mind because like yeah. at the end of the day, we're all just people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't get this whole, I don't I understand why just because somebody has find this. Like, even if it's yeah. like, even if it's like one or two people, how can they even mm. exist? Do they live in, in the same world as we do? How can people justify this? It's crazy. Exactly. I mean, I think I I would feel, I feel like we're in an age now where it's like, there's literally no logical argument whatsoever to justify racism or anything like this. We Mm -hmm. should be on, be as a, as a society and as a, you know, global nation. Yeah. We should be beyond this bullshit. We should be so far beyond it Mm -hmm. that it doesn't even come up in conversation. Like it shouldn't even be Mm -hmm. a, a thing. Like it shouldn't. But we're not beyond it. It's still very heavily part of uh, the conversation. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It just blows my mind. It blows my mind how I I just think, I mean, ultimately, I just think it's just fucking stupidity. It's people's fucking stupidity. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't even know how, I don't even know how else to explain it. It's like, how can you watch that and like not feel sympathy? You know, I just that's what's crazy though. Like, honestly, Rose, you should have seen a few of the, cause most of the YouTube comments like on those videos yeah. were like, were very like, you know, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Something needs to be done. But there were still people that were disliking the, the video and putting yeah. comments in there that were like, I was shocked. Like people yeah. are like, well, what, well, what crimes did he commit? Well, what, what did he I don't do? Give a shit. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, you know, you're living in, in a country where you know, the whole idea of the U S is freedom and justice, uh, uh-huh. innocent until proven guilty. Yep. That's the whole premise of the U S is innocent until proven guilty. Right. So yeah. in, in the court of law. So why the hell are you okay with police taking justice into their own hands, doing what they want, killing somebody, regardless of what that person did, killing them. That is a police state. That is mm-hmm. something that, you know, shouldn't happen. Um, 
And yet people are complaining about freaking wearing masks and, you know, this kind of stuff. It's like, that's not the, that's not the big issue here. Clearly this is a bigger issue. Mm -hmm. Like this needs to be dealt with. The masks and everything is for your own freaking protection. Exactly. Um, You're having, oh God, I just (laughs) can't. I just can't. I like actually have physical reactions to this. Like I get so mad and like Mm. also so sad. And it's like, Mm. I just, my body actually gets stressed when I think about this stuff. And I'm like, how do you, I mean, not that Canada's perfect, but like, oh my God, thank God I live yeah. in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, even, even, and this is like a very minor incident compared to what's going on. But even here in Spain, um, when I got, when I had my phone stolen, um, I went to the police office, police mm-hmm. office and we were like chatting and the police, don't get me wrong. The police officer was really nice and was like trying to help and stuff. But then his oh, first God. comment was one of his first comments was, um, uh, they weren't Spanish. Were they the people that stole your phone? Oh. They weren't Spanish. And I was like, well, they could have been, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but uh, right away he, he was already assuming. He said it in assuming, a way of, like, he just assumed. Yeah, basically. Right. He's like, they weren't Spanish. Or he's like, you don't think they were Spanish, do you? Like, I couldn't, maybe it was a wrong translation because mm-hmm. obviously my mm-hmm. Spanish isn't great. But uh, I just remember being like, well, that's a bit weird. Yeah. He, like, yeah, it doesn't sound it, like a descriptor. Like, he wasn't asking you, oh, like, was he, like, can you describe what they looked like? He was just making an assumption. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So I was just a bit like, oh, okay. So I think in some form it exists everywhere. You oh, know what 100%. I mean? And I'm not saying prejudices like don't exist. They exist everywhere, 100%. Yeah. And I guess, the, and the, the, the problem is that when you're, how do I say this? When you're treated like a thug, you'll probably become a thug. So yeah. you, oh when you God. live in a, what's up? That is, well, no, just yeah. what you said. <laughs> oh. I literally, no, yeah. sorry. I was like cutting you off there, but no, there no, was something okay. that I, I learned in, um, cause when I took sociology, um, mm-hmm. it was called, um, social deviance was the class yeah, that I, I took. I remember you took that class. And I, I love that class. Mm-hmm. So interesting. If any of y'all are in university <laughs> and thinking of taking classes, mm-hmm. take it as an option. Cause it's like an eye opener. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the concepts was exactly about this. It was about labeling. So it was about often mm-hmm. kids that go through like, um, foster care and everything else. Quite often they'll get labeled. And the second a kid gets like labeled and car- compartmentalized, but not just kids, adults as well. When they say, mm-hmm. Oh, that person is the smart one or that person is the, uh, problem child they start actually, those labels have an effect and an impact on yeah. that person's behavior because then they start thinking subconsciously, oh, that's who I am. That's mm-hmm. who I need to be. And they start kind of doing these behaviors that are in line with that. And that's been proven time and time again, like exactly what you're saying. If you're labeling mm-hmm. somebody as something, they start to feel like, or they start to act in a way that represents that label. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, like this is a problem with like, there's so many issues, especially in the States with racism, where obviously, mm-hmm. like, if you think about it, segregation and all those things, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago that they had, you know, segregated schools. It was only True. a few decades ago. So that yeah. kind of thing trickles down and so, or trickles to next yeah. generation, next generation. So it's yeah. still very prevalent. And then, of mm-hmm. course, there's also poverty involved because, you know, African-Americans are much more likely to be you know, living in poverty. And that's also yeah. due to, you know, a racist past and that gets passed down from generation to, mm-hmm. to generation. But then we have stuff like this where because just because they're black, the, um, everyone assumes that they're going to be more likely to, you know, be violent or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, statistically, yeah, maybe those things happen more in those neighborhoods. But also you're adding fuel. How do I say you're adding fuel to the fire and making yeah. things even worse. So now people in those mm-hmm. communities they're going to hate the police, first of all. Yeah. And they're more likely to probably commit crime because of the fact that you are literally treating them like criminals just from the day that they're born, just because of, just because they're black. 
No, exactly. Instead of, instead of like supporting those communities and having systems where, you know, you support communities that are, you know, not mm-hmm. as affluent, you support these people that, you know, might be born into an unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, you treat them like criminals from, from, from the, from the, the day, day they're born. born. Exactly. You want to, you want to like a, a government or a system, a system in place oh. that like empowers people as well. Do you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. makes them, you know, makes people, you know, feel good about themselves and, you know, want to strive to do whatever in mm-hmm. life. And you're right. If you're labeling them from day one, people just because of their skin color as criminals, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have, you know, socioeconomic uh, factors as well that yeah. are, that's historic, that has kind of gone on for a while. It's like, you have so many different factors that like, you're not helping people within that community at all. Like, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then add on the police brutality and everything else. It's, it's, it's just, you're right. It adds fuel to the fire where it's like these individuals aren't getting support. They're not getting what they actually need. And instead you're browning them as criminals and you're killing them like in the street. Like mm-hmm. it's just crazy, you know, it's like, crazy. and I know people, some people say this kind of stuff where, for example, when we talk about how, you know, black Americans are much more likely to be arrested or killed by police compared to the population. Right. Mm. But then a lot of people will say, well, they're more likely to, to commit crime, all this kind of stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. there might be some truth to that, but like I said, it's like, it doesn't help when there are situ- there are so many situations mm. where innocent black people are being labeled immediately as a criminal. Exactly. Even though, yes, maybe they are more likely to, to commit a crime, but that's also because of, again, centuries or decades of reinforcement and centuries and decades of people telling the society, telling them that, oh, you're pretty much a criminal. You're more likely yeah. to commit a crime because you're African-American. So therefore yeah. you are a criminal in my eyes. So already being treated like a criminal doesn't help the mm-hmm. situation. So of course that's going to perpetuate more crime in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. That's going to perpetuate I- more issues. Exactly. And, and another big piece of that, again, mm-hmm. and I haven't done enough research into exactly why there's a disproportionate number of, of um, black people in, you know, getting arrested and everything else. Socioeconomic issues. That, exactly. Socioeconomic. Because if you think about it, like Rose, like even you and me, if we grew up in a really rough neighborhood mm-hmm. and, you know, our parents were really like, you know, impoverished or poor and we grew up, we would be more likely Regardless, 100%. we would also be more likely to, to commit crime mm-hmm. and, and, you know, do things like that because it's, you know, it's harder to get out of those situations. And then uh, on top of that, if we were black, I mean, we wouldn't stand a fighting chance. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's so many different like factors and I, I can see why, you know, people in the States are getting really pissed off and mad about this. Like, it's just not okay. Like globally, it's okay. just not okay. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you're doomed to fail from the start Mm -hmm. because you're born, let's say again, yeah, you're right. If you and I were born into a a neighborhood, an impoverished neighborhood, Mm -hmm. then I'm more, we're less likely to go to a good school with a good education because they don't put a lot of money or finish school because they don't put a lot of money into uh, good public schools. They'd rather put that into private schools. This is the problem Mm -hmm. when you don't, when you don't, how do I say, um, prioritize overall well-being of the society, you're going to have this segregation of people that mm. have, you know, the privilege of getting a good ed- education, you know, getting all this, yeah. you know, stuff. And then the people that don't have a chance. And then those mm-hmm. people that don't have a chance won't like the system. They'll fight the system. They'll get angry. They'll be violent because mm. I don't know. I think I'd be pretty fucking pissed off too. Yeah. There was a really good, um, 
video that I saw on YouTube and I don't remember exactly. It was like an experiment that they did with a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. It was like a bunch of boys that they lined up all different races and everything else all in a line. Um, and it was all about, um, this concept of privilege and how that, what it does, does for you in life. Right. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, okay, you're all at the starting line, the start of this race. He's like, I'm going to be over at the other end of the field. And whoever gets to me first gets this hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everyone's getting ready to go. And he's like, Oh, hold up a second. Yeah. Let's just, uh, hang on here. Okay. So (laughs) I want, I want you to take a step forward. If your parents are still together, you Mm -hmm. know, this kind of stuff. And he, and he went through a bunch of these kind of like, I guess, socioeconomic factors. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then he's like, and then everyone was starting at very different places in this race. It was like all like metaphorical, right? This race to earn money. And generally a lot of the like white kids came from, that came from privileged backgrounds. They were so close that like, even if somebody was a faster and better runner than them, they were way at the back. There was, they had no chance. So, and he was like, this outlines exactly what privilege is. Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, it was Uh, really good. I thought it was super, I think I've, yeah, I I think I've seen that as well because Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is true. This is why when people Mm -hmm. are like, I just, I don't, I don't really like, you know, throwing the word privilege around, but like it, Mm -hmm to deny that it exists, you know, yeah. depending on the circumstance in which you were born into is mm. nonsense. Like, are you, are you dumb? Did, yeah. did your, you know, private school education not teach you this stuff? Because the fact of the matter is there is going to be, of course, I'm not saying all white people are privileged as well. There's white people that are born into extreme poverty, exactly. you know? And it, so everyone's privileged in different ways, but mm-hmm. to, de- to deny that, if you're white in America, you are much more likely to have certain privileges is mm. to not live in reality. Exactly. But I mean, even, even like I can acknowledge very much, I mean, we are both very lucky. Like we've been of both course. privileged, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, like I said, if we grew up in, you know, a different neighborhood or a different, like, you know, our parents were really, really poor and really struggling and everything mm-hmm. else, like we could have had a very different, you know, a different mm-hmm. upbringing and we would have had different lives. You know what I mean? So, and we can't deny that. And we can't say that that is not a factor in our yeah. lives because it, of course it is. You're right. Yeah. And it would be stupid for us to say, you know, that's not, you know? <sighs> oh God. So, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. <sighs> it's crazy. I just can't, it makes me, yeah. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. I just, I just really hope I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks. Cause obviously, I mean, this happened just like a couple of days ago, didn't it? Yeah. I want to know what the update is because it's going crazy over there. Like people are like burning buildings. Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I I mean, mean, it's again, it's like, I don't blame them. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. this is crazy. Like Mm -hmm. literally the police killed somebody in front of everyone. And, uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. Like we got, we got new news 39 minutes ago. George okay. Floyd death, ex-officer charged with murder of in Minneapolis. Thank God. Wait, let me just see this. Oh, okay, good. I mean, fucking finally. After, yeah. this is probably because the city was going insane. And if they didn't do this, mm. you know, let's see here. Uh, Derek Chauvin is his name. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see here. I need to, oh, come on, give me the summary. Um, what about the other okay. three officers as well? Let me, let me read here. Prosecutor Mike okay. Freeman said that Mr. Chauvin was charged with third degree murder. Okay. Not sure about that. Mm. What does third degree murder mean? So if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong. So first degree is premeditated. Like it was premeditated. So mm-hmm. you thought about it. Second degree murder is like uh, a crime of passion, passion. I think. It's like you what didn't did plan it. Second it, degree? 
so that's what I would think. And then third degree manslaughter is like, it was an accident. So it's third degree, same as manslaughter? Yes, I think third okay. degree is manslaughter. I think. I mean, I, I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. I'm yeah. not up to date in my, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, th- I would, because I've never, I've heard of first degree, second degree, and manslaughter. So I would let imagine me, yeah. that third degree is manslaughter, but let me I keep, think third keep degree is, it. yeah. Okay, so Hang he was charged with third degree murder and noted that the investigation of the other officers is ongoing. So they're going to investigate the other officers. He says that he anticipates charges for the three other officers, but would not offer more details. Uh, Let's see. Mr. Freeman said his office charged this case as quickly as evidence has been presented to us. Excuse me. The evidence was in a video. Mm. Like, are you... Anyway. uh, This is by far the fastest we've ever charged a police officer. Mm. Um, I mean, at least he's been charged. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I, on, I don't okay, know what here, to I just, say. Yeah, yeah. I just pulled up some of the like, and again, this is just Wikipedia about the different de- degrees mm-hmm. of murder. So yeah, we were right. First degree murder is intentional, willful, and premeditated. Second degree is any intentional murder with malice afterthought, but was not premeditated or planned in advance. So whatever that means. Okay. Um, and then the next one is there's two. There's voluntary and involuntary manslaughter. Mm. So voluntary is sometimes called a crime of passion. It's an intentional killing. Um, that involves no prior intent to kill. So it's like you didn't intend to kill that person, but in the heat of the moment, they got killed. And involuntary manslaughter is something like a drunk driving related death or something involuntary where you didn't, you like literally did not mean to kill this person, but somehow something happened. So I'm guessing third degree is considered voluntary slash or involuntary. So yeah, it says Derek Chauvin charged with third degree murder and manslaughter. So, okay. Anyway, he's charged with something yeah. at least. Um, I mean, we'll see though, because he still has to go to the, what do you call he it? He still has to go to trial and everything, yeah. right? So, and like we've seen what happens sometimes when people go to trial. Exactly. I mean, there's, a lot, there's, are, enough, there's, there's enough Netflix documentaries <laughs> on various trials to see oh, what God. happens. This world. I sometimes just like watch this kind of stuff and mm. I just, it's so, I feel bad for like living I feel like I'm living in a bubble, you know, because mm. I see all this shit happening to people and I'm yeah. just like, holy crap, are we ever actually privileged? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is insane. I also think, yeah, I also think like also like where you live is very mm-hmm. much a little bubble as well. Cause like we've talked about yeah. this before in the podcast, but like Calgary is a very safe kind of like sheltered city. And I yeah. felt before I, before I went traveling in Canada in general, but like Calgary, especially I feel like because the second I went traveling into other places, I just realized what a little, it's like a little, it's its own little kind of, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't, don't it's get me wrong. Just, yeah. Stuff, crazy stuff still happens in Calgary, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's a very safe place. So mm-hmm. to hear this kind of stuff mm-hmm. is, is crazy to me, but also I feel like it's important to know what's happening in this world, but it also yeah. makes me very, uh, it almost makes me want to retreat in my little bubble and just like yeah. not pay attention because, you know, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. It's so upsetting. Well, I, I feel like also too, is like the more and more we watch in the media, like there's so much of this stuff goes on. And do you feel like sometimes in some degrees we're getting like desensitized to it because it's happening so frequently? Like yes. all of these, like, you know, pr- police brutality, mass shootings, uh, some crazy wars going on in some countries. It's like constant, like constant, yeah. constant. And, you know, eventually you just kind of like, it's bad. Get used like to you it. Get, 
yeah, you get used to it and you're like, oh my God, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the thing with, like I mentioned, even with this case, I was just like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is just another black guy that got killed by the police, Mm -hmm. you know, and that should never be normalized. It should never, I should never think that that's okay. Or I mean, of course I've never thought it was okay, but I should never think that it's normal. Exactly. But it happens so often that you Mm -hmm. often even forget the different details of different cases because it happens so frequently and you hear about this stuff. And this is just, we're just talking about police brutality against, Mm -hmm. you know, innocent people. But then there's of course, you know, civilians that kill like the, what, uh, what's the Aubrey guy. Have you heard about that guy that happened recently as well? Is it Ahmad Aubrey? Yeah. Something like this. Uh, oh my God. It was like a mod or a Mark, yeah. a Mark Aubrey. And basically from what, from what I remember from this case is yeah. he was like running, he was going for a jog or something. Mm-hmm. And like a father and his son mistaken him for like a, a different suspect for a different something else. Yeah. And I think they like, did they shoot him down or they shoot, they uh, shot him. They killed him. Yeah. While he, while he was jogging, like an innocent guy, just like going yeah. for a jog and because he got shot black. down. Yeah. Because he's black. Seriously. Uh, I need to see what happened with this. Yeah, his name is Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. And, uh, God, it's so... Oh, God, it's so sad. He was going for a jog. Honestly, I can't. So he was going for a jog. Yeah. And I, I guess I, I heard about that he went into a uh, a Wooded home that was, was under it? construction. Uh, just okay. to have a look. Okay, it was a home. Mm. There was nothing in it. And then there's yeah. people literally... Um, Basically being like, oh, he, maybe he went in there to steal something. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck he went, if he went to steal something. And he didn't. Mm. He didn't steal anything. Yeah, because, because you know, if I wanted to steal something, I would go to a, an empty home under construction because that's where I'm exactly. going to find some, some real good stuff to steal there. <laughs> exactly. It makes it make again. I always say this. Uh, I've said this a few times on the podcast. When we're presented with these situations, you need yeah. to think about them logically, right? Like, yeah. okay, why the fuck would somebody go into an empty house that's under construction? That's not maybe even a, uh, like a build site. It makes and, and you think, oh, the first thing you think, oh, they're going to steal something. Mm-hmm. What are they going to steal? Maybe some power tools that are on the on the on the job site. Like, yeah, really? I don't know. Like. And even if they were stealing something, you and why are you going and running after a guy and shooting him? And then Mm -hmm. it took apparently. So according to Wikipedia, I'm looking at Wikipedia here. So this happened in February 23rd. Okay. And nothing happened. I feel like, okay. So of course it sparked outrage and the video went viral, blah, blah, blah. And uh, on May 7th, uh, the GBI, the G- Georgia Bureau of Investigation, arrested the McMichaels and charged them with felony, felony murder and aggravated assault. So yeah. May 21st, uh, another guy was charged. I think he's the one that filmed. There was three mm. people involved, I believe. So the two uh, were charged on May 7th. And then the third guy was charged on May 21st. So mm. the fact, and it says, the fact that the McMichaels were not arrested until 74 days later, that's crazy. After the video went viral. Seven, it took 74 days. So this sparked debates on racial profiling in America, which it should. Because yeah. imagine... Okay, let's just flip the script here. If it were two mm. black men that chased down a white man and shot mm. him, would, would they have waited 74 days to arrest the two black men? No. So, I mean, logically... And like, and I, and I don't like to just randomly play like the race card or whatever, 
But this yeah. is not random. Like this happens. Exactly. And it makes me so mad that peop- that some people are in denial that this happens. I know. And it is it's a crazy. racial thing. It is a exactly. racial thing. 100% it's a racial thing. And it's like the cards are all on the table. You can <gasps> see from these videos. Again, like I said, we said this before, but like, it's not like there's a gray area. You know, it's not like it's a he, mm-hmm. his word against this person's word. It's on video. You can see mm-hmm. what's happening. There's no uh, denying the facts. Do you know what I mean? When they're presented yeah. to you in that in such a format, in such a, a medium that you can see yeah. what is going on, it's no longer his word against her word or falsified police reports or whatever it may be. You can see with your own eyes what happened. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's one good thing about having the video technology now. Yeah. Because it, honestly, just makes me scared and sad to think how much stuff happens without us video, you know, without us filming it and how much injustice there is outside of, you know, actually having video evidence. Because if you don't, if we didn't have the video evidence of all of these cases, would they even be charged ever? These people, if it took 74 days to charge, it took 74 days to arrest these, these white people that did Mm. this uh, with the video footage. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and Crazy. also with this, with this, with this, uh, this most recent incident, again, without that video footage, all mm-hmm. they really have to go on is those four officers and their police report that would have been falsified. Mm-hmm. And maybe if there was some eye, like eyewitness that goes against the four police officers, you'd have four police officers against probably one person if they want to go to trial yep. um, for this. So likely that that wouldn't have been perse- um, it wouldn't have been prosecuted either. So oh God, oh God, I just, I just can't. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Just crazy. So basically just film everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, think, I feel like I, there I needs to be CCTVs everywhere now. Yeah. God damn. I can't I mean, trust. that's one good thing in, in mm-hmm. London that there was cameras like almost everywhere. Is so, there? Are there? There's so many, there's so many CCTV cameras in the UK. Right. I mean, it's so funny though. Cause like anytime anything happens, it always seems to be out of range of the CCTV camera oh. or the CCTV camera wasn't on, you know? Right. So it was broken. Um, just for exactly. that particular but, moment. Yeah. But I think maybe this is a lesson for all of us in a sense that like, if we're ever in that circumstance where, you know, we see something like that happening, I feel like I would also record it just for the, for that mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because obviously, especially in that circumstance, I don't think, well, actually I know that I, unfortunately I wouldn't have stepped in or got involved because they were police officers. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't have crossed just like those other people. They, those other people were probably like wanting to do so much and they were literally seeing this person yeah. die. But again, they were like, okay, these are, these are people in authority. We're supposed to respect that authority and who knows what they're going to do to me. If I get involved, they might mm-hmm. shoot me. They might step on my neck, um, or whatever else. 1000%. So yeah. This lesson for me would be that actually, I might film just it. like, if, if I'm exactly, if I'm facing that situation, I'm just going to film it, obviously yeah. still be vocal and say, what are you guys doing? Blah, 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 blah. But then film it. And then that's, you know, cause otherwise what, what else can we do? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously these, these officers need to be prosecuted, but also this is more of a systemic problem, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what needs to be addressed. Okay. Like the root, the, your, your, the police officers are like little like leaves. They're part of the problem, but really you're mm-hmm. not getting to the root of what's, yeah. what's happening. So yeah. like, they need to obviously look at the training and what's happening in the police force. If this is, cause it, this isn't an isolated incident. This is like you said, and like we've seen mm-hmm. all over and over and over and over again that, and in many States, like the whole training process, what is going on there? There needs to yeah. be a review of it. Like, why is this looked at as it's okay? Like I just, again, oh, I don't understand. It's so, it's so messed up. 
Mm-hmm. It's like these these are people. They're living people with families. Exactly. How can you? Oh, uh, and like someone I remember because I, I made a post about this on YouTube because I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. I was just like so upset. I was like, I don't know. I have to like get it out. You know, you know, when you just yeah. want to like say something. Um, mm. I made a post about this. And like, again, most of the comments were like, yeah, like we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. And yeah. then some of them were just like, oh, you're just this is leftist propaganda. I'm like, what do you mean? It's what this is not even a leftist issue. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, how is this? First of all, propaganda. Do you know what propaganda means? Did you see the footage? It's there. Unless exactly. people were, like, are you fucking kidding me? It's not like I it just, was actors and faking yeah. the footage and it was like something oh. the government was doing to convince people to, to think a certain way. Yeah. What the, honestly. I can't. But it's like, I think that the, the whole like being on the internet and like, you know, starting to get a taste of like oh. really looking into yeah. YouTube comments and yeah. stuff has really opened my own mind <laughs> as to like, you know, don't get me wrong. There's mm-hmm. still a lot of really fantastic people out there and yeah. you know, we love you. Those people that are yeah. out there that are, you know, really kind hearted and yeah, exactly. Open minded. But there's, also, surprisingly, so many people that are the other way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That are like questioning this stuff and like, like this police brutality and blatant racism and things that are like so obvious. And again, this isn't a gray area. This is video footage yeah. that we can all fucking see. That's the worst part. It's like, mm-hmm. we can see this. There's no, there's no real argument around this. Like there's no, there's nothing that anybody could say to me that would justify that behavior. Yeah. Point blank. Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing that they could say. Okay, well, yeah, Daniel, what if he, what if somebody in the comments is, oh, well, what if he killed somebody? Okay, you know what? That's a serious crime. You're right. But at the end of the day, you're in America, land of the free, and you're entitled to a trial and, and to be, you know, judged on the basis of that tri- trial. Maybe that means you're incarcerated for the rest of your life. Yeah. Maybe that means you have the death penalty. But at least you had a fair trial, mm-hmm. and that is justice. Not to be killed on the spot on you know, speculation or whatever else. And again, we go back to this case is like, there wasn't even a murder or anything of that nature involved in this. Mm -hmm. It was a fraudulent like money or check or something like something so petty. Oh God. Like it's so sad. This man, it's crazy. He probably knew too, as he Mm -hmm. was getting killed, he probably knew because at the end he's just crying for his mom. Oh, like imagine, it's hard to watch. Imagine you being in that situation. I just can't because also like his hands were handcuffed. There's nothing uh, he could do. It's not like he could, yeah. it's not even like he could try to wiggle to get the police officer off him or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and if he did, they probably would have shot him. Exactly. They'd be like, oh, he's resisting arrest. Like, yeah. What? Oh God. Anyways. It's crazy. Well, I'm glad he got at least arrested. I'm happy that you gave us, I'm, 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 I'm happy that you gave us that update, update Rose. Yeah. Um, I, that, that does give me a, I mean, a it's still hope. the whole <laughs> Exactly. The whole situation's fucked and it's really, really bad, yeah. but it at least is a little bit of a positive, um, outcome as to what's happened to mm-hmm. the police officer. So, you know, hopefully he does get, you know, tr- uh, has a trial and, and he does get committed for, um, murder. So murder. that's, that's one thing. I mean, this, this incident shouldn't have happened in the first place. We shouldn't even be talking about that's it because it shouldn't have happened. That's the thing. Like, even if he gets charged, it's like, it's mm-hmm. still so sad. And like exactly. the and family you, will never feel justified they'll never feel exactly. good you know there's, there's not and you know there's this whole thing about like how there's like people like justice for george and i understand like don't get me wrong i think it's a fantastic movement yeah. and whatever else but at the end of the day like even if this police officer gets um arrested yeah. it's still not it's still not justice because of course this man should not have been killed so at the end yeah. of the day you know 
Again, oh, this God. is a, this is more than this is a, this problem though is bigger than these just these police officers. Like exactly. I said, it's a systemic problem. There's something mm-hmm. wrong with the training or something that's going on with the police in multiple states and jurisdictions mm-hmm. that needs to be reviewed. You need to get to the root of the problem to to really effectively get rid of this abuse of power and mm-hmm. this blatant racism against, you know, black people or people of certain socioeconomic standing, you know? So Oh god, is there hope, Daniel? Is there hope for this world? Do you have hope? I'd like to think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, for some of us, it's not yeah. sad. I just hope, like, but again, I, I say this, I hope that this, this, this causes some change in movement or, you know, yeah. uh, it's a, a step shift in the right direction. But at the end of the day, this is like, again, another incident that's happened in the last kind of like, well, for years, yeah. constantly are getting these kind of stories happen and still nothing seems to be changing. So like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Like, why is this still yeah. coming up? Like, why is this still happening? Yeah. Oh God. So <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I like to still try to be optimistic, but yeah. I don't know. This, this stuff makes me feel really pissed off and angry. So I feel almost, you know, it feels sad to me that I know that we'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't have to deal with this. Exactly. But imagine being a person that has to actually, maybe they live in, you know, a poor neighborhood, poor black dominant neighborhood. And, you know, they have to always live under this assumption that they might be, you know, profiled or whatever exactly. it is. So it's like, ah, do it's we crazy. have like, ah, ah, I know. what is wrong with this world? Why do we live here? Why? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with humanity? <laughs> oh my God. Let's just hope that this 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 trial goes through and he, this this police officer gets prosecuted, and it does stem mm-hmm. um, some challenges and also some analysis of the <sighs> the police training because yeah. you know something needs to change. Something needs yeah. to change. At the end of the day. Well, on so, that happy note. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry if we bummed you out, guys. But I, I, you yeah. know, it's important to talk about this stuff. And um, definitely, you know, we're not we're not the news, obviously. So. Yeah. I mean, take what you want out of this. We're just kind of mm-hmm. chatting. I just wanted to, like, I basically just wanted to vent and just, like, yeah. discuss. Well, no, mm-hmm. I did too. Like, we both were, like, talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. And, again, both of us were, like, actually, we feel this is, like, really important to talk about this yeah. stuff. So even though, obviously, this isn't the most lighthearted podcast and, you know, yeah. but, uh, like, for this particular episode. But, again, this is something that's important to talk about. And mm-hmm. so we felt like we really need to do this episode. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully in the next episode, we'll talk about something a little bit, you know, yeah. more cheery. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, at least, you know, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. At least he got arrested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Let's if see that's, what happens. Yeah. You know? Anyways, guys, uh, yeah. you know, I hope you enjoyed this uh, extra bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even feel right plugging anything at this point. So um, no, no, definitely thanks for not. listening. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for yeah. listening. And we'll just, we'll, we'll just catch you in the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> thanks for Bye. watching and listening. Yeah.